Ladies and gentlemen, you're most welcome once again the presence of God. Of course, always God is there. As usual, my name is Jita Junibosko, Heart of Worship National Ministry Africa, the number one podcast that everyone is listening to all over the world. We thank the living God for once again to be in his presence uh, this night or this evening. Of course, we have a different time frame. Some people's time is already uh, morning time or morning hours, and other people's time is already in the evening. Tonight, we are blessed to have the man of God, that is Pastor Quiz, and by the grace of God, is going to be communicating to us tonight as we are looking and going deeper to understand the church life theme. And this theme, of course, I told you it has uh, various dynamics and different examples, most especially when it comes to different areas that are so crucial when it comes to church uh, setting, when it comes to church system. So one thing that uh, I would like maybe to request is going to be um, whichever topic and episode that we will upload and set up, uh, you just need to be in position and set yourself at learning and really getting deeper to understand and getting to know who God is and this is the way how we learn through different lessons and topics that we bring up on this podcast. Of course, it's quite uh, it's quite a long, long, long topic and a big topic to discuss about. But at the end of the day, we end up when we're having the uh, purpose as to why we set up everything as the topic, as far as the topic is concerned. And tonight, as we are continuing to listen from uh, the child, the man of God, as is going to be discussing with us, and of course, he's going to be handling a specific area, and this area will be um, helping. We shall be able to adjust and improve where possible by the grace of God. I thank you so much for coming in Jesus' name. Where the spirit of the Lord is, I am free. Where the presence of the Lord is, there I will be. Where the presence of the Lord is, I am free. Where the presence of the Lord is, there I will be. Where the presence of the Lord is, I am free. Where the spirit of the Lord
some of the things that encourages me that Jesus Christ is with us all the time and at all the moment. What to appreciate the living God for the gift of life. One thing that I would like to talk about is going to be it's going to be um, in the book of um, it's going to be in the book of Proverbs chapter 22 and verse 6 that train up a child in the way he should go and when he is old he will not be apart from it this scripture goes to everyone does not segregate whether only the children but of course before the living God we are children of God and this applies to us all that we have to be trained up a child here might represent a person who have just gotten saved and they will need to be uh, indeed helped and um, encouraged and trained up to be in a way or to walk in a way that he or she should go in Christ. And when she goes on growing in Christ Jesus that she might not or he may not depart from God's way. That's the way how I've interpreted that because as um, as children of God we always have this. So the best way to train a child is by showing them yourself. The best way to show them yourself is to master the thing that you aim to train them in. So train yourself in the ways of the Lord so that you may train a child. They will see the benefits that it has on your life and they will naturally train themselves to adopt the same beneficial behaviors and beliefs. This indeed applies to really how we behave and how we um, react when it comes to Christ Jesus. Christ Jesus was a very great master, was a very great master, a very great teacher who trained his disciples to do according to his will. And he showed them his heart. And he told them that my desire is to all men to be saved and come to the knowledge of truth. This happened. And the disciples later turned into to be apostles because they were sent. And they began to spread the word of God as their master had allocated and directed them. We, we see Paul went to Macedonia, we see Peter was in Antioch, and even Paul himself in other different places. We see Philip doing the same work, even when he's giving assistance to the Ethiopian Enoch. Why? Their master had trained them and showed them what exactly he required on them. And at the end of the day, they fulfilled and worked upon what the master wanted and desired. That is the same way as Christians. Under the Great Commission of 28, verse 19 and 20 in Matthew. Therefore, when people come in church, now I'm bringing it in the context of the church. When people come to church, they have come to be trained. They have come to be trained. They have come to be um, um, encouraged and helped that they can carry out God's work. 
and if this is not done it means we are becoming the bad masters and bad examples in other words the time and the moment that you spend in the church you need to realize and get to understand how have you uh, really been an impact to see that people in the church can be transformed most especially those that have just gotten saved are you uh, portraying it to be a great master to attract them to do what exactly the Christ Jesus want, want them to do all these things they deliver from such so if we do not really put some time and accept the things to happen that's how everything happens I'm going to request each and every person that is listening tonight understand that God has made you a master in this generation to be as an example and you portray the image of Christ Jesus so that at the end of the day people are going to look at you and they see really a very great example in their lives for their lives to change for their lives to see transformation they have to see someone as an example what kind of character do you portray that is going to attract very many people to accept Christ and even love in Christ because the desire for God is to see all men when they have come to salvation and knowing the knowledge of truth that is Timothy chapter 2 verse 3 says he tells us in the book of John chapter 3 and verse 36 that there is no condemnation to a person who have um, accepted Christ i'm bringing it in that way of course i know even uh, peter talks about it and paul talks about it but again i want to bring a concept and this this concept in, in, is in the way that there is eternal life for those that believes in Christ Jesus but there is no eternal life alava there is judgment and the wrath of god upon those that not accepting Christ Jesus so now this is the danger as a church that always uh, we do not want to make people aware of we are so much quiet on the things that really matters for people's lives to survive from the judgment day or from the wrath of god because something is very simple some certain mistaken light lead by they are very crucial and important in life and they need to be focused on that statement those who believes in the sun have it and life those who does not believe in the sun the wrath of god is upon them do you know what it means when the wrath of god is upon you please think about that chapter and that verse john chapter 3 and verse 6 it's really sometimes uh, looks weird and at hearing it it seems to be a light statement but really it's not a light statement lastly as i'm going for a short break there's something that i remember that uh, one person quoted and said that hell was not made for human beings hello hell was made by the hell was made for the devil now people who are going to be in hell they are going there by choice it is a choice to go to hell but it's not never been god's plan for human beings to go in hell taking us back to the other statement john 3:36 
you have to make a choice either to go with the eternal life by believing in Christ Jesus or you decide the wrath of God to be upon you and hence facing the judgment. Lastly, another quotation from the Bible that since as it is a since as it is a program and and already prepared that a man or a person dies once and the next and the next step is judgment this takes us to a conscience and brings us to an attention of really always to examine ourselves and understand the Christ Jesus that we have in our lives and who he is in our lives so that we can survive such because after death there is no any more chance there's no more any opportunity for you to change you need this let's come back by god's grace you are the god who changes things Other God who changed my story You lifted me from nothing to something Jesus From zero to hero you Other God who changes things You Other God who changes things You Other God who changed my story you lifted me from nothing to something Jesus from zero to hero you are the God who changes things yes you are you are the God who changes things you are you are the God who changes things of course he's a god that changes everything he's a god of miracles and uh it's such a wonderful song that reminds us who god is Again, in the book of 1 John chapter 4, verse 19 and 21, I could not really manage to leave this out, but <laughs> love God, love others, let us remember Jesus' command, and let us love one another. Our love of God is a response to God's love for us. Just as we love our earthly parents as a response to their love for us, we love our Heavenly Father. Hopefully, we love our siblings as well, even though we might have disagreements at a time because not every time we are going to have a flow of everything but sometimes we face such conflicts you know most especially children who are following each other they tend to have this kind of a weakness <laughs> always they are quarreling they are conflicting but again the parent stays loving them and these people of course stay loving each other regardless of the conflicts always happening in their midst so in this passage we are challenged to love our brothers and sisters in Christ in spite of the ways in which we might differ. God loves all his children and expects the same of us. So little children, get this. 
and all the youth and all people that are listening to me that we adults have a problem with it in the play okay we have a problem with this so it's not something that comes naturally children are curious about people who don't look or talk the same way that they do so in Haiti and again in Africa children wanted to touch different people's skins because they wanted to test when they see a muzungu when they see for instance when you wake up in the morning and people see you when you are become brown and they start asking hey banana these days what do you put, what do you eat eh? they even start to question the kind of food that you're eating because you're changing your color so they're admiring that so always we are like that examples what children see on us it's what really they admire they desire and they try to follow so if you are not right example they are going to end up of course uh, doing some something which is not right okay so we need to be in that way do we act with the curiosity of children or fear so john tells us in this letter that if we fear then we don't yet have perfect love because love cancels out fear maybe the key is to get to know others better and then love them even if we find we don't like everything we find out and we just might be surprised after all we don't like everything about our family members and our friends and so on you know those things my dear friends so we may love them even if we don't like them so when we look at the faces of others we are looking at the face of god let's remember jesus's command love one another let's pray loving father we believe that you have made all of us in your image and likeness may you we look at all we meet as if we are looking at the face of the living god and the king of glory tonight as you are presenting ourselves almighty father you have trained us well but we sometimes we are slow learners but we are thankful for your patience we are thankful for your love we are thankful for your endurance about our stupidity and all kinds of things so help us to learn the ways of your holy word so that we may train others in the same way that king of god father you may train us and also we wish that and thanking you for sending of so many teachers and holy people into our lives for our faith journey which would have taken an entirely different course if at all you had not helped us to send these people even tonight as you've sent for us uh you, the man of god and that is pastor quays we pray that you guide him you lead him as his teaching and really we get uh, to learn and get benefited in jesus' name amen and amen Okay, God is ready to change your story. Yes, Pastor uh, Quiz, how are you today? You're most welcome. How has been your day? I would like you to uh, give us a glimpse of how has been your day. Of course, I know today is uh, uh, hopefully a Wednesday, and I believe uh, your weekend, uh, even the course of the week from the weekend to this Wednesday, how has been everything, sir? Yes, thank you. <clears throat> thank you, Pastor Pastor John. Am I loud? Am I loud enough? Yeah, though you may increase a bit. <laughs> okay. Yeah. 
Yes, what what of now? What of now? Okay, definitely we can go with that, don't worry. All right. Mm. I'm glad I'm glad to to be part of this ministry again. Amen. The week the week is so far so good, but uh, as you know, mm. in this scenario that we are in as a country, it's <laughs> called the surviving the surviving part. <laughs> surviving session. For sure. <laughs> so bit challenging but then we've managed to 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 maneuver mm. and i personally yes uh, god is being glorified mm. in every work that we do you know the works that i'm handling my schools have been able to close up their terms Amen. yeah so so far so good and i expect a big day on friday hopefully uh the god who who has got me through from the past is still the one who still has me until mm. that day. I believe so. Wow, that's so great. Uh, nice indeed to hear from you once again. Uh, I, I did not uh, really expect that if we can have more time because <laughs> all of us we've been so tight uh, almost since. But we thank God that we've met again. Uh, I'm just going to ask just one question and I've been asking it to each and every person that uh, I've been hosting under this topic of church life. I know everyone has a different experience when it comes to church life um, and church setting. And I believe uh, during your time when you were in a church, you ever faced a conflict, uh, it may be in, in a disagreement or a misunderstanding with someone. And would you like, uh, please, would you like to share with you, uh, with us a little bit of it before you go into the real uh, wording and giving us the uh, the, 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 the someone today and you just give us a simple um, explanation or maybe a simple story about what happened how was the conflict and how did it uh, treat you indeed and at the end of the day how did you solve it yes mr quiz um, well, thank you again for the opportunity. You know, uh, I've had, I've encountered very many challenges when it comes to my life in church. And uh, one of the biggest ones, it was when I encountered a problem with my pastor. That was, uh, I think that was around 2017. Mm. So, he was a person who used to teach a lot of heresies. Mm. And, uh, this time he thought of something and then he told me in particular me as a person mm. uh, to come up then when i came up uh, at the pulpit he was like raise up your hands i see something in you it is getting out of <laughs> and in my mind i'm like really what's this that is getting out of me what's it that i'm not feeling if i don't know you get mm. so when he's done praying and he's praying and he's praying, he's trying to push me to fall down and I refused, I refused. I was like, no, let me assure you today that I'm not that, that kind of a person whom you just push and they fall down. And everyone is like, yes, the Holy Spirit is working. <laughs> <laughs> you know? So he wanted you to fall. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed, yes, that's what he wanted. Because, you know, the way he was pushing me, this side, this side, and these people grabbing, grabbing those ones who were falling, they were besides me, mm. waiting for me to fall. Mm. And then I was like, no, I won't fall. He pushes me this side, I go that side. So 
it uh, it afterwards it created a very big misunderstanding between me and him there was a very big conflict that uh, i couldn't even come closer to him and uh, i was the person whom he used to treat very well before mm. whom he used to love i was the leader of the choir and uh, all my all my my leadership was like i was demoted hey. <laughs> after that act mm. so personally i felt bad and i was like no let me let me tell some people whom i know in the church these are elder mm. elders mm. might help but guess what i talked to the elders and instead they took the same words to the pastor <laughs> and then backfire came to me mm. it tortured me so much it tortured me. I can tell you, Pastor. It tortured me. I understand. But then, uh, talking talking to different people and uh, having this different engagement with God, mm. the only thing that was in my mind was to get away from that church, because by then I could remember how much he used to to to, to, to preach, that was uh, deceitful. Uh, how much used to treat people like a different so bad mm. and how it treated me personally i was like no me to stay at peace me not to fight the pastor because i might fight him and then create a ba- another bad scenario or bad you know in front of everyone i just decided to know to like to get out of that church mm. and go find another place where i can where i can get real life real life in church like to feel that life you know Mm. Yeah, so the only solution that I did was like I, I just engaged a lot of people that affected my life. I just engaged myself in constant prayer, like talking to God, having all these different ways, uh, counseling, and then I, I waited patiently for the right thing to do. And indeed, God helped me. I moved out. I just moved away from that church, and then I, yes. Wow, it's such a really an interesting experience. And I know those that are listening to us that uh, there are so many experiences that you faced. People have been already uh, demoted from the church leadership. I remember um, when I was still somewhere and I was uh, <laughs> I was a, 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 a what um, I was a youth leader and. A pastor reached at a point and told me that uh, you want to make a church in my church therefore mm. uh, and he spoke that in the midst of the congregation of the youth that I was leading so it had to it had reached on that extent I remember when I came to town I told myself that I will never be under any pastor again that's the statement I made. So it means someone reaching on that extent of making such a statement, it really hurts. Mm. Therefore, I understand the situation. I understand indeed. But, ministries. but we are so happy that uh, all these things... Entails uh, wedding tangerine. But we are so happy that all these things have been going on. And what we are talking about is a real topic to discuss and with the right people. And of course, learning a lot of things is going to help us even how to handle these conflicts when they happen in the churches. When you face people in different categories, when they come to you, they have come to seek for counsel, they have come to seek for advices, 
now you'll be in a position to know what to answer, what to say, what really to inform them, and how really you can help them out to save the body of Christ. Therefore, I pray that everyone, as we are listening and learning from Pastor Quez, let us continue to put these things in the foundation of our salvation. And really, really, we shall step and stand firm at serving the living God and Christ Jesus. I love so much that song because it shows me really that God, uh, with His reckless love, He came and saved me. At this juncture, without wasting time, let me take this opportunity to invite you, Pastor uh, Quiz. Quiz, you take over in Jesus' name. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much, Pastor John. Again, I would uh, like to thank you all for tuning in, being live, those ones uh, live on this platform, and those who are live uh, on other platforms, Facebook, YouTube, and so on. I thank you all for joining me as we are going through our topic called church life. You know, when Pastor John reached me last week, and he told me, I'd love you to preach, I'd love you to talk, I'd love you to teach about a topic called church life, like in broad, how should uh, church life be, how should we expect our church life to be. So when I got to, to, to get this topic, I also loved it as I was trying to study it, as, as I was trying to make some research. I also got to learn a lot of things from it and I loved it. So I thank you, Pastor John, for choosing, choosing such a, a topic for us to, to learn. Yes, before I start, I'd love us to join ourselves and then we start off with the word of, word of, word of God. We pray. Dear loving Father, we thank you for this, uh, for this evening. We thank you for we are again live and we thank you for everyone who has tuned in and everyone who is about to tune in, everyone who is planning to listen afterwards to the, to the recorded. We thank you for each and everyone. Father Lord, as we're going to learn from your word, as we're going to listen to your, to your, to your teaching, please help me be a good receiver so that I may receive everything the right way I want them to, to be received. And not only should I be a good conductor, but let me be uh, a good giver. That I should be able to give whatever you are going to put in me. Whatever you are going to, 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 to share with me, I'll be able to share it with th th these souls that you put in front. 
I pray all this in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen, amen, and amen. So today, today uh, we're going to start our episode. All right, right. Uh, I'm getting some messages here that my voice is low. Uh, I don't know if it's just the phone. Because all I can tell is my 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 volume is up. I think you have to buy the microphones. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed, I have to buy the microphones. Indeed, I have to. Is it is it so low that you could that you can't hear me very well? I for me I hear you very well, and I think the listeners uh, may need some amplified sound. But of course, uh, I, I for me I'm okay. Mm, let me try something else here. Yes, I know we shall maneuver. How is it? How is it now? How is it? They can comment and yeah, my God's grace. All right. All right, all right, all right, all right. I I, I really love it when when we, we, we are so live, when everyone can get me very, very well. Okay, so let me start like this. You know, all of us in this world, we want our lives to matter. We want our life to matter, regardless of any circumstance that we are in. Regardless of everything that we go in that we go through we really want our life to be put first our life to matter why am i saying so uh, sorry why, why am i saying so that uh uh you you may find that you can't do anything the the way you want it to be done when you do not have a right a right feeling of your life everything you do you have to first consider your life is my life okay is my life in a safer position? Can I continue to this level? You get? Where am I standing right now? Because church, when you look at the term church life, church life, this is a, 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 a term involving two things. It involves church and it involves life the church we are the church me crazy i am the church 
of Christ. So, me being the church of Christ, I need to be having a different life that I am moving on, or that I am taking. I'm not expected to, to be in the same life that this person in the world is having or is into. You get? So, my life has to be a very different life. My life as a church of God, it has to be a very different life. Our life as the body of Christ should indeed reflect righteousness. Why? Because God is righteous. And he desires all of us to live righteous. I know many people have, have said uh, we can't be righteous, but we can. You know, if you decide to look, if you decide to, to weigh, and you, you compare the good and the bad, you compare the situation that you've been in, indeed you can decide and say, you know what? I've left this kind of life. I have devoted to this righteous life. Others, you may find them saying, no, the righteous life is difficult. Yes, it is difficult. And this is the life I'm talking on right now. This is the church life. We have this picture portrayed in many of the churches and in many of the teens and the youths beginning to jump church. Hey, come to, come to God, come to Christ, come to church. You're going to get this, you're going to get that, you're going to, to, to be rich, you're going to get money, you're going to live a good life, you know? All those. And these people come expecting this to be done like one after the other. The pastors and the Rajam church, they will be rich. When they come to church, they will, they will buy the cars. When they come to church, they will build those houses, you know? So, the things will happen one after the other. Today, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, which is wrong. Meaning we are portraying a very different picture of God. A very different picture of how the church life should have been. Hallelujah. We show people that in the church, yes, there is only rejoicement. There is only positivity. There is only good things. And we forget to tell them that however much you have to, you will get all those ones. There is a time, there is a point when you should expect a hill or a mountain. You shouldn't expect to kubanga all the time life here. Like you will be, you will be sloping all the time. Like it will be easy for you all the time. No, there will be those challenges. I keep saying that Paul, Apostle Paul is one of my biggest, biggest mentors in the Bible. Apostle Paul, if you look in, into the life of Apostle Paul, is a person who underwent, like, he underwent different challenges in his life. He preached the good news, he preached the life of Christ, he preached the gospel, but guess what happened to him? He was stoned. He was one of those people in Akuzim Njogeda Kadigama Bamoterangiemboa Zimogobe. You know, if I try to borrow that word, uh 
is one of the person a four women beheaded upside down can you imagine and this is one this is the person that even wrote three quarters of the new testament meaning he really lived a righteous life and he deserved to be on the smooth line on his on the smooth road You, you get so bo bo bigira giranyamo utinatinjamo nolabanga there is all we introduce our life to to like there's all we introduce church life to the people and uh, there is a way church life should be introduced ngatuina abantu betuita okuja jetuli Yes. What then should our life should our life in church be? How can the church life that How can it be? This is what I mean by church life. If we open James chapter one, If, if you open uh, James chapter 1 from verses 19 to verses 20. In, uh, let's open James chapter 1 verses 19 to verses 20. And we see what James is saying. James 1, 19 to 20. Anyone who is there? Yes. James 1, 19 to 20. You know, James James was one of those bond servants and uh, was one of the mm, people who wrote uh, what we have in the New Testament as the book of James. So, so uh, James was writing to the 12 tribes the 12 tribes who were scattered to different nations and in his writing uh, if you see verses 19 he's like uh, these are the qualities needed in trials this is the listening and the doing part that we should have as people and if you see, it's like, my dear brothers and sisters, take note of this. So if we need our, if you need our life to be different from the way you portray it, from the way they, they tell it to us as we are joining the church, we need to go through these different things. Number one, he say, my dear brothers and sisters, take note of this. Everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry. I repeat, everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry. That is verse number one. 
at verse number 19. I'm picking three things from there. If you are to be taken as a righteous person, if you are to be taken as a rightful church person, you need to be very slow to speak. I'm not saying that when they ask you something, you should reply slowly or you should take long to reply. No, this is another way to learn. Pastor said you should be slow to speak. No, I'm not meaning that. This is this isn't what James was meaning. But what did he mean? You see, when you are under trials, when you are under challenges, when you are under difficulties, do not be fast to take action, like to judge. Do not be fact, like fast to 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 say out. Uh, to say out, how can I say it? To give a command, let me say. First, think through it. However much you are under those trials, however much you are under under uh, uh, those challenges, be slow to speak. In the same way, be quick to hear, be quick to listen. Why? Because you may miss out some points. But then you need to be quick to listen. And the last one, point you should be slow to anger. You should be slow to get angry. Brothers and sisters, I know this is uh, a bit difficult for most of us. Mainly, most of us who who are experiencing anger as one of our weaknesses, you will see that uh, it has become a problem for you. You cannot control the anger. And and if the Bible says you should be slow to anger, (laughs) you know, you should be slow to anger. Why does it say so? Read verses 20. You should be slow to anger. Because human anger does not produce the righteousness that God desires. I repeat, we should be slow to anger because human anger does not produce the righteousness that God desires. You know, if we desire to live a life like a righteous life, if if we desire to live a faithful life, a life that is that is uh, uh, desirable, that is admirable, that is adorable, that is expected of us to live in our church, we need to take away anger because this is one of the, of the, of the evil ways. Like The evil uses two things to, to, to defeat us mainly. One of it, it is anger, and the second of it, it is money. So, if we can control that, then we desire that. Then, then we, sh- we would live a life that God desires us to live. And this is the church life that we're talking about. This is the life that personally you, me, our pastor John, our friend Esther, our friend who, 
and who and who and who are parents are and everyone this is the life they should live as long as you're taking yourself as the, as a, a person of christ as the body of christ hmm? as uh, the church you're the body you're the church you 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 yourself this is the life that you should live this is the righteous life that god desires you to live obeying these three not only should you obey these three I would like us to, like us to open Romans chapter 12 verses 17 to 21. Romans chapter 12 verses 17 to 21. Romans chapter 12 verses 17 to 21. I would like us to continue to see what then should we obey? What then should we expect? What then should we do? As far as our life in Christ is concerned, you know, uh, the, the the Bible gives the do's and the don'ts, and in everything, even in our personal lives, we have the do's and the don'ts that we do, that, that that we obey. Sorry, that we obey. When you go to school, they tell you, do not eat in class. That is a don't. You know. Don't eat in class. Do not eat in class. More so when the teacher is teaching. When you go outside, they will say, please do respect the bell. But whatever, it, whenever it rings, do as it, as it has commanded you. That is, that, is, that is the do in school. Please make sure your necktie is up all the time, as long as you're in school. Please do not pass in the grass. So if those can give you the do's and the don'ts, then why shouldn't we also obey the Bible do's and the don'ts? Romans 12, 17, 21. This is one of the books written by Apostle Paul. What then should we expect? What then should we do in our lives? Number one, repay no evil. For evil. Repay no one evil for evil. Why? Have regard for good things in the sight of all men. You know, that even when someone has done you bad, first have the good first have the good thought. First have that good mentality for you to do them good and not return them evil. That's when they will be able to tell that indeed this person is living a different life from him. If he or she has done you bad and reply and repay them bad, and you claim afterwards to be a, a, a very, very, very good Christian, a good steward of the Lord, no, you've missed the mark, you've missed the point. But rather, if you decide to to repay that person with goodness. However much he has done you evil, then you 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 cling, you 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 get into that point. You're showing the right thing to do. Have regard for good things in the sight of all men. Verses 18. If it is possible. As much as it depends on you, 
live peaceably, peacefully with all men. Can I get an amen? Live peace, peacefully with all men. That is if it is depending on you. If you are in a scenario or in a circumstance and everything is run is on your head, they are looking at you. This conflict has come up and they are looking at you. They're like, aha, uh-huh. let us wait and see what he's going to do. Hey, let us wait. Aha, but you know, because I can't remember. But now, 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 the son of God has started. The son of God has done it. Achikoze. 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 <laughs> then you've missed it because afterwards you can't come claiming that you're, 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 you're son of God. You can't go on telling people to live a good life and yet you yourself are not living that good life. And that is the church life we are talking about. Wow. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Verses 19, beloved, do not avenge yourself, but rather give place to wrath. In other words, do not revenge. Do not revenge. I, I, I guess this explains itself. Please, do not revenge. Revenge is done in very many ways. In very many ways, there is not only one way to revenge. There are a variety of ways to revenge. And I tell you, we keep on revenging, which is wrong. If God comes down right now and says, he asks everyone to go to heaven. Have you ever revenged? Have you revenged just of recent? I tell you, few of us will enter heaven. Few of us will enter heaven. Because we are in the world that even if when you are walking or when you are seated with your friend or someone and they step on your, on your feet unintentional, they step on your feet You'll be like, ay, 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 musi. Be like, ay, 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 man, you're dead. Ah, la, 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 today, you're dead. You'll be like, I need to, I need to show him that me, you can't step on my feet and you just go like that. (laughs) You get so you also wait for that time, for that for that moment, and you're like, aha, there is his feet. Boom, you step. And you're like, you remember last time when you stepped on me? So, so fake. The Bible says do not take any avenge. For it is written, 
vengeance is mine i will pay says the lord it is him to revenge not us says the lord hallelujah and uh, i would like us to quote and quote and quote verses 21 which says do not be overcome by evil but overcome evil with good our dear brothers i don't know what so far you've uh, uh, what so far has been shared concerning the church life but uh, this in the past episodes episode one two and three i don't know what has been shared so far but i could assure you if we want to live a righteous life if we want to live the right way the right churchful way if we want to know what our church life should have we should not be in position to overcome evil by evil but we should be able to overcome evil with good meaning that is when we will be well differentiated that's when we shall be well uh, compared with those people in the world those people who live a different world in a different world and lastly as i'm winding up uh i'll leave you with some four basic principles to teach ourselves as we grow into this life church life is a life that requires bible reading as principle number one requires bible reading you know this bible reading helps us to, to to acquaint ourselves with what the lord wants us to do like what the lord is talking in our lives what uh the lord is showing us you know and uh, this smoothens our day whenever you take a day and whenever you start a day with the reading that bible reading that verse that scripture this helps us to build like it forms a very good foundation to our lives and principle number two this is prayer you know a prayerful warrior of god a prayerful person a prayerful saint a prayerful personal life this is a life that can't be moved by any type of storm but this is the life that is ever strong this is prayer is one of the pillars that we need to hold is one of the pillars that we need to trust and lean on if we want to communicate with god this is a very good way this is a very good means to communicate to our to, 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 to our creator and principle number three this deals with the connection when you think of the connection this uh it, it's the right connection not only with god but the connection with the fellow people around the connection with the fellow church this is not you yourself this is not the only one church but it is uh uh it, it it is it like it goes round and round the fellow churches as well what connection do you have it has to be the rightful connection not only with god but with our fellow colleagues and the principle number four this is the principle to do with the sharing our faith that whatever you've learned 
this not only should be shared by you yourself, but whatever you've learned, whatever you've received, is not only stop at receiving, but do what it tells you. You know, uh, uh, put into use. I love that James one twenty two. Don't only listen, but do what it says. So whatever you've learned, whatever you've listened, whatever you've received, please be in position to share it, to give it out to those people. Share it with those people that need it. Share it out. This is an act of giving or pouring out what you've attained. This can be in a, in like in a, in a way like uh, such as discipling, mentoring, teaching, etc. Mentioning it and so on and so forth. As long as you have shared. Hallelujah. Therefore, brothers and sisters, as we are ending today, I'd love to tell you that for you to be in place, for you to be in position to really know what it takes to live a rightful church life that is termed as church life, which has to be your life because you're the, you're the church, you're the first church of Christ. Be able to go through all this that we've discussed today. Be quick to listen, slow to speak, slow to anger, repay no evil with evil, do not take revenge, live peacefully with everyone, care for your enemies, if they are thirsty, give them water. You know, that is verses 19 to verses 20. If they are thirsty, give them water. If they are hungry, give them food. Do not let, do not overcome evil with evil, but overcome evil with good. Be a person who reads your Bible. Be a prayerful person. Have a righteous connection with your friends and share your faith with others with that we shall have the rightful foundation of our church life glory be to god thank you for listening and i give glory back to god thank you very much awesome thank you so much um pastor quiz and uh really it has been awesome to listen from you and um Personally, I've learned a lot of things from your sermon, and I've come to realize that uh, really, as I talked from the, from the beginning point, I told my listeners that uh, we learn these things and we put them as a foundation uh, in our salvation. So I don't just want everyone just to feel like um, you, you, you leave everything there, but take an opportunity of applying the things in your life. They are very crucial in your journey of salvation as a Christian. And another thing that you need to remember, he has told us that we should not repay evil with evil. Rather, evil can only be overcome by good. And really, when I see this, it is very true. Devil cannot fight against itself. No, even heaven cannot fight against itself. The only way that Christ Jesus had to overcome the sin 
he had to come as a living sacrifice and a perfect uh, sacrifice in order to overcome the sin that is the same way he's our master we learn from him through his training and we come to the point of really understanding and how we do and apply things in life taking christ as an example in life thank you so much pastor quays uh, god bless you so much let us pray as we are winding up father we thank you for this evening we thank you for your grace and mercy you're such a wonderful god we have learned a lot and king of glory in this we pray that these words to continue sounding and make a great impact in our lives this is the way how you've allowed us to learn this is the way how you have allowed us to understand and tonight you've spoken to us through your servant that we should not pay evil for evil rather we should pay evil for good and whoever that applies evil to us our position is to apply good so that we can overcome that evil things always perfect and good action speak louder than just words father we thank you that you have made us to be this far in every kind and aspect of life some of us we wouldn't have known where we are right now but because of your grace we are we thank you for the ministry of a heart of worship we thank you for the ministry of pastor quez we thank you for all the believers and father we pray that even the non believers shall come to understand and get to know you because this is your desire for every man to come to the knowledge of truth and to salvation father we pray that you make us as the living sacrifices that are going to spread your gospel even in the midst of conflicts in the midst of disagreements even in the midst of wars father we want to thank you because paul they played their role philip john peter they played their role it's now our turn in this generation to preach the gospel whether we have data or not whether we have the some resources or not whether we have the gadgets or not but all means always you asking us one question how really have we used our influence and the resources that you've given to us and these are the questions that you are going to ask us on the judgment day that how did we do with your son jesus at the same time how have we used our resources and the influence that you've given to us we pray that father we can be able to do all this thank you jesus thank you lord of glory i thank everyone for having tuned uh tonight and i won't forget by the way to talk about pastor quest thank you so much for for the wonderful word katusime ivan thank you so much kaguya shan thank you much so much sheila kembabazi thank you so much i know you're a special person on this podcast <laughs> i'm sorry to speak <laughs> to speak secrets but i know you're a special person then afia yeah, thank you thank you so much second thank you so much shivan uh tukamshaba thank you so much for joining tonight i'm really so humbled ladies and gentlemen kim jung seob 
Thank you so much. Uh, yes, Kobushenge, Heren, 91. Thank you so much for joining tonight. May God bless you so much. Guys, thank you for loving the ministry. May God bless you. This is Heart of Washington Ministry Africa. Kigomoso. Kigomoso. Anyway, she just told us that Jehovah Shalom and it was really awesome to have you this night. Uh, thank you so much, everyone. I cannot stop saying so much that thank you so much, but again, I'll just say thank you so much. <laughs> over and over. Let's have uh, a nice good night. Let's meet tomorrow on Thursday with other ministers of God. I'm really so, so humbled in Jesus' name. May God bless you. Oh,